Hallelujah. You have won the victory. Mm. Now, God, as we go forward in this time that we are sharing in worship with you and your people, we ask, Lord Jesus, that you will now allow us to be on the decrease. Place yourself on the increase. Hide us, oh God, behind your old rugged cross. Hallelujah. So that people will see less and less of us. More and more and more of you. For you are our strength. Now, oh God, remind us all that it is the grass that withers and the flower that fades. But it is your mighty word that stands forever. Now let the words of our mouths and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable unto you, O God. For you are our rock and our redeemer. Amen and amen. Amen. Bless God this morning as we get ourselves ready to move into our sermon portion of the worship experience. And so I just wanted to uh, let the church know that today we are actually leaving uh, behind our sermons that we had come before you. Uh, on the last three Sundays, as we talked about that old catch 22 in 2022, and we finally came to a conclusion to let you know that no matter what happens in 2022, ain't no catch 22 that's going to catch our God off of his game, and we thank him for that. But we stand here this morning actually in a, a spirit and a mindset of moving ahead or forging ahead and in what we are calling our life, that is capital L, capital I, capital F, capital E series, that is our life series. And it is our, uh, our job to uh, 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 bring to you, uh, for each letter of the word life, we want to offer you some help uh, in, in, in allowing you and, and us, we include us in the group, to become better as we live for the Lord. I don't know how it looks to some of you out there, but uh, it, it kind of looks like our world is, is 
tilted a little away from our God. Come on, somebody. Uh, it looks to me like it would be uh, uh, easy to jump ship and, and to get over there on the world side of things, Pastor Keith. Uh, is that how it looks to you sometimes? It, it looks to me that, that every now and then uh, we, we could uh, get a path that will take us off the narrow way and, and place us over there where everybody else is doing everything else. Come on, somebody, and, and help me, help me, help me. I, I need a, I know I don't have a church in the building, but I, I believe I got somebody out there that's going to preach with me. Brother CJ, he, he in my amen corner this morning, so... So we're going to be all right. But, but, but see, one of the reasons that, that Pastor Keith and I believe that the Lord had directed us to start out the year with a time of fasting and praying is because we want to do some things better this year than we did last year. Uh-huh. We want to understand some things better than we did last year. And we really want to be an even greater witness, uh, come on somebody, to the world than we have been in years past. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we've we've done all right. Um, uh, maybe we can give ourselves a, a passing grade on some things that we've done. Uh, maybe we we even can pat ourselves on the back a time or two. But but this I know for sure, and that is there is always some room for improvement. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. I I, I used to. Uh, uh, evaluate uh, uh, many, many, many of people, and, and, and you would get into the room, and, and they would read what I had uh, written down, and of course, uh, uh, you, you, you go through this thing where some people thought they walked on water, come on, somebody, and, and when you said, well, well, yeah, you did all right, uh, you, you, you did pretty good, and, and, and I applaud you uh, for your work, but there's always room for improvement. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we want you all to get that message this morning that there's always room for improvement. Um, and so what we are doing is really thanking God for another chance, uh, another day, and another opportunity to do L-I-F-E better. Uh, and so, so let me let me just be clear on a couple of things, so that when you sit down and you analyze and and you critique our sermon and you go to check off your boxes of they did this but they didn't do that, they said this but they didn't say that. Let me just give you from the outset that the scriptures that I really read for your hearing uh, are going to really serve uh, more in a function of uh, being found foundational text, all right? Um, uh, we're, we don't plan to uh, exegete them line by line or precept by precept, but really what we're going to do is build on their basic message. I need somebody to get that, uh, that there is a direct connect between our actions 
actions and our love for God. Am I right about it, Pastor Keith? Am I, am I saying it right or do I need to sit down? Uh, somebody help me. You see, the closer we are to him, the better the reception we will have with him. Uh, I, I think somebody needed that. Uh, uh, some of us, some of us listening uh, this morning are young enough, yeah, I, I believe some of us are, are young enough to remember the good old AM radio in the car. Oh, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come come on. Where are my young people at? Yeah, I, I know, I know. I see. I, I'm in that group where uh, you didn't have a, I, I didn't have a CD, I didn't have a FM, I didn't have a Bluetooth. All I had was a AM radio. Huh? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't have an A track. Didn't have none of that. Just a AM. None of that. Not, not nothing. Nothing but an AM radio. And all you pretty much could do was turn it on and 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 find the station that you thought you wanted to listen to. Well, well, if you know about the AM radio, there was something kind of unique about it, and that was the further away you got from your station, come on somebody, <laughs> the further you drove away from the signal, am, am, I, am I on it? Am, am, I think I'm saying something here. Uh, uh, that is, the further you got from the station, the weaker the sound became. Yeah. Amen. I think I, I think I remember that, uh, and, 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 the, and the 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 sound from the from from what you were trying to hear got weak, but the static got great. I, I, I think I think that's what I remember. I, I know we we live now in a digital world where where we can just bring the sound right into your ear and and there's no crackling and there's no whistling and there's no static. It's just right right there. But but there was a time when we lived where the further we got away from our signal, the weaker it got. Amen. Well, I, I came to tell somebody this morning, I, I, I'm coming to bring you back into AM radio style because that is how it is in our relationship to our Savior. Mm, 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 mm. I'm just, just trying to help somebody. I'm just, just trying to bring you uh, into the Bible this morning. See, see, the further we move from him, the weaker the connection and the greater the status. Uh-huh, yeah, 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 and, 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 and what our text in John, the book of John is saying is that the reason why sometimes we find ourselves having trouble connecting with God is that because we have wandered away from his signal. And so John, John in his gospel writing and Paul, as he addresses in his epistle to the Ephesians, highlight two main ingredients that we need that the world might know who we belong to. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so what can I say? What can I tell you? And that is uh, these scriptures uh, in, in many ways uh, are the type of scriptures uh, that carry us back to basics. Mm -hmm. 
I, I, I think we have to get back to some basics as we live for Jesus. Amen. You see, we, we believe, we believe, Pastor Keith and I believe that every now and then it's good. It's, it's good to go back to basics. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because sometimes we can get way, way out there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. We, 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 can, we, we have the propensity to get caught up in some stuff um, uh, that, that, that's not uh, of God. We, we, we start acting out some ways that, that, that people don't know that you really are who you say you are. Oh, oh I see your T-shirt. I, I know you say I, I love God. I, I know you got a, a Bible in the back window of your car. I see your bumper sticker that say, uh, I, I follow me, I know Jesus. But how you living? Has me standing there just scratching my head and, 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 and saying, I, I, I'm not so sure, I'm not so sure, I'm not so sure. You see, but, but, but these scriptures, these scriptures, the word that God has left us uh, gives us an opportunity to get back to basics uh, because that will give us a way and a path uh, to regroup and refocus um, on what the Lord has said from the beginning. Ah, yeah, yeah. I think that's I think that's all I need to tell you all this morning. But 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 I do want to share one thing, and then Pastor Keith is going to make his way up here. I, I I want you to know that there is a man, a man by the name of Matthew Henry, and I know uh, those of you who who study and write sermons have probably stumbled across some of his work as he does uh, commentary, uh, uh, and people have used him down through the years, but Matthew Henry says that nothing is pressed more earnestly in the scriptures than to walk as those called to Christ's kingdom and his glory. Oh, I, I know, I know, I know. You all got important jobs to do. I, I know you you are high in high places, and you uh, uh, sit beside and rub shoulders with uh, uh, the, 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 the rich and the famous, as they call them. But I'm telling you that there is nothing greater than the walk that God has called us to for his kingdom and his glory. What he is also trying to say to us is that in, by, by our lowliness and our humility that we can live life that is opposed to pride and that we can live in meekness, excellent disposition of soul so that we are not easily provoked or offended. We can forgive ourselves and we can hope in the love of Christ and show others that love to others. Come on, Pastor Keith. Amen, amen. So it is my job right now to begin to enter into our L-I-F-E series. And we start with the L, the first letter, which in this sermon stands for love. How we love 
why we must have God's love to live an effective life. This is because the L letter in our life series, which is our first area of discussion, is given to us as the first and foremost requirement uh, for our lives that comes out of God's love. You see, God stepped out on nothing, created a planet from nothing, and through his love gave us love so man could control this planet, live under his benefits, and be fruitful and reproducing. Now, I know, I know in this fallen world, Pastor I, uh -huh. some have turned God's love well, on its head. Brother CJ, now many people are more concerned with the act of reproduction that is typically called making love than exhibiting the kind of love God intended for us. I may not get a whole lot of amens out there, but I know what I'm talking about. Yes, he wants us to enjoy intimacy, but he desires that it be done his way in fruitfulness. Somebody needs to get that today. Nowadays, so many people are not only interested in the making love aspect, but they look at it from the aspect of being the proud baby daddy or the proud baby mama. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You see them on Mari and all those other shows all the time. Uh, and, and sometimes the reproduction, the kids get lost in the shuffle. Baby daddy don't take care of their offspring and neither do some baby mamas. I know um, what I'm talking about. So I just say amen somebody out there. So, and here's an aside that uh, as a result of not doing the reproduction by God's will, people end up having baby mama and baby daddy drama. Y'all know what I'm talking about. It negatively affects the life that the child will live and the life that the parents will live. But let me tell y'all something right now. Don't you blame God for your mistakes. That was not his will. You chose that. But God wants us to know that he is still forgiving and merciful. And he understands and he blesses. And he does it and he keeps us anyway. No matter how we have kind of done things in this fallen world. You see, God gave his love. His L-O-V-E, so that man could show love. I know Valentine's Day is coming in a few weeks, and we humans tend to deduce love down to some chocolate candy and uh, a few uh, trinkets, and, and we show how fleshly our love is on that day. But God's love is more than two examples that we just shown you. For God's love is full of mercy to forgive. And he forgives us when we don't do right. Uh, anybody haven't done? Uh, let me raise my hand first. Uh, sometimes we haven't done right. I haven't done right. 
God loves does, it, it, it keeps us from stumbling when we bump along in the night. When we make mistakes by omission or we make mistakes by commission. When we knew what we were doing and we knew it was wrong but we did it anyway. Or, or when we didn't know what we were doing. That's probably one of the reasons Jesus told our Heavenly Father in Luke 23 and 24 said forgive them for they know not what they do. Forgive them. Forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. And, and let me tell you this one great thing is that his love will bless our mess even though we don't deserve it. I hope we got some more witnesses out there. You don't deserve it. I don't deserve it. But sometimes God will bless it anyhow. And so in case you didn't hear me in my previous statement, I want you to pay real close attention. Turn up your, your AM radio if that's all you got. Uh, uh, get on your FM. Get on social media. Uh, and if you're looking at get real close. And, and, and so if you're viewing by Facebook and YouTube and, and uh, whatever else we're on, because we're on all of them, uh, get on the conference line. Yeah, some of y'all on the conference line. And, 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 and hear this. God is the ultimate expression and the ultimate example of love. God, I say, is the ultimate expression and the ultimate example of love. In other words, it is evident in his word that he truly loves us. How do we know? He tells us in his book, you know, the song said, for the Bible tells me so. How do we know? He shows us in the book. How do we know? Because also he explains it to us in the book. Tells us what real love is. Y'all may not know what you, you might think you have real love, but until you have an encounter with God and he's walking and talking with you, then you know what kind of real love there is. You learn how love, real love is shown. And not only that, but you learn why his unfailing love is shown. And then why it's so necessary to us. Lord's love. Come on, Pastor. <laughs> All righty now. We hope you ear, we got your ear, got your attention about this thing called love that God has shown us. Well, I'm going to give you just a few points. This is going to be quick. Uh, I promise you uh, uh, just a few points about the love that Pastor Keith just talked about. And so my first point asks the question, what is God's love? Uh, I know sometimes we sit around and maybe we kick that back and forth and, and, and try to figure out what really is his love. Uh, well, if you really want to know, there are 
uh, uh, although there are many things in God's word that, that talk to us about love and explains love, if we find ourselves in 1 Corinthians on the 13th chapter and we look at verses 4 through 8, um, it kind of lays it out real plain and simple. Uh, it, it says in the NIV version uh, uh, that Paul so eloquently talks about, um, he says and lets us know that love is something that is patient uh, and kind. Oh, yeah, 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 we know. We know that's already a stretch for some of us because uh, we don't have any patience. Uh, and, and a lot of times we find ourselves uh, not being kind. Um, he says that it's not something that's envious, neither is it boastful, and has no pride in it. Uh, he says it's not dishonorable and self-seeking. Um, he tells us that another good thing is that it is not easily angered and keeps no records of wrongs. Oh, I know, I know we make tick marks, check marks. We do, we write it down. We do everything we need to so that when the time comes and when the right time comes and when you're having your good argument or your heated discussion, can we call them, that we can pull out our pad and we can start going down the list of all the things somebody's done wrong. Carl, help me, Jesus. But, but the book tells us that love does not delight in evil but rejoices with the truth. Uh, I believe, Dr. Brown, that some of us got to go back to basics uh, and figure out what love really, really is. Uh, I think the world has shown us something uh, that we've grabbed a hold to, uh, hook, line, and sinker, but we got to be to a place where we got to see it uh, the way God calls it. Uh, Verse number seven in the NIV says that it always protects, uh, always trusts, uh, always hopes, uh, always perseveres, Severs, uh, and good God from Zion, uh, that God's kind of love never fails. Uh, I don't know about you this morning, uh, but that's the kind of love I know we all need. Uh, I believe that that's what God's love uh, is all about. Um, you see, in short, if I can just break it down uh, to its simplest formula, all I can tell you is like this, um, and that is God uh, is love, uh, and love uh, is God. Um, oh, 1 John 4 and 8 uh, puts it like this. uh, Whoever does not love uh, does not uh, know God. Uh, Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, what is God's love? Uh, Oh, can I tell you, I've got a second question for you. And that second question is, how is God's love shown? Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. We always know we use that uh, phrase that action speaks louder than words. I I think I've heard that a time or two, Pastor Keith. Uh, uh, We want to say, uh, you you, you say it, um, uh, but but I need you to show me that you love me. Oh, my, my, my. Well, 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 I got got something for you Uh, that's, that's well above our own human understanding of it. Uh, You see, this is a kind of stuff that makes you scratch your head uh, and say there's something uh, special about that Jesus. Uh, How can you say that, Pastor? Because God's love uh, can be summed up like this. Uh, Paul writes to the Roman church um, in Romans 5 and 6. And it says, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were utterly helpless, I'm 
everything broke down. I couldn't see our way. Christ came just at the right time. Somebody say at the right time. He came at the right time. And he what? He died for us. In other words, when the exact appointed time had come, while we were without strength, while we were spiritually dead and unable to help ourselves, we didn't have anything. God sent his only son to die for the ungodly. This is what I call, my brothers and sisters, an unwavering love. Since it's not based on how lovable we are, but it's based on the very character of our God. He loved us most. I need somebody to write this down. He and put your name in the in 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 the sentence. He loved blank most. He loved our answer most when I deserved it the least. Come on and say it with me. He loved me most when I deserved it the least. What you talking? What you talking, Pastor? You see, can can you see? Can you see how God's love is opposite of the love that most of us humans are familiar with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, uh, you, we, we love you only if you love us. Yeah. <laughs> see, I ain't going to love you if you don't love me. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 we love you uh, when, when you do what I ask you to do. Uh, we, we love you. Oh, we love you some kind of good when when, when you when you buy us a new pair of shoes. Uh, we love you when when you give little Johnny a new toy. Uh, uh, we love you, boss, when you give me a raise. Uh huh, uh huh. And now I'm not I'm not I'm not saying you guys that that we are not to show gratitude uh, when somebody does something that we ask for or, or that we have a desire for. But, but I'm saying um, that, that you get the best of our love when you give the best of what you have. God says, uh, I give you my best even when you're at your worst. Uh, I give you my best even when you have nothing to give in return. That's the kind of God we serve. Oh, my, my, my. Show your show love by your actions so they will know we are Christians. The Bible tells us by our love. First John 3 and 18 says, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and truth. That's why Psalm 96 and 1 says that we ought to sing a new song unto the Lord so that there is something, Dr. Dr. Brown, that we want you to, Dr. Brown, and I want you to know in 2022 that you get you a new song to sing unto the Lord for his love for you because we want you to sing your new song and be blessed in him so now what else is my third thing I'm going to tell you is what Pastor Keith said 
and that is why is God's love so necessary? Well, I partially told you that he died for us, and we know it was necessary for him to die for us, but God's love was necessary, and we see it in a familiar text in John 3.16, where his word says that God so loved the world that he gave us his only begotten son, and through his love, we are shown what it means to love others first. You see, in Romans 12 and 10, it tells us that we are to love one another with brotherly affection, that we are to outdo one another in showing honor, and finally, in the book of Matthew, in his gospel, the 22nd chapter, verse Verses 36 through 39, Jesus tells uh, one of the religious experts, uh, you know, it was always experts around uh, who thought they knew more than Jesus. Uh, and they began to try to trap him with their questions. Uh, and they began to ask Jesus, what is uh, the best commandment? What was the greatest commandment? Uh, but Jesus had an answer and he said, uh, I'm going to tell you what it is. Uh, I hope you can handle what it is. Uh, he says to love the Lord your God. I want you to love him with all of your heart, all of your mind, and all of your soul. He says, and the second thing is to love your neighbor as yourself. Well, I'm sure that didn't sit well because, you know, those were the kind of people who always put themselves first. They were the self-centered kind of people, not unlike what we have in the people of the world today. We are often self-centered. We are often uh, self-oriented, um, and we only want to look out uh, for me. But God says, I want you to learn to love me above all else, and I want you to learn uh, to learn your brother. Secondly, secondly, it's necessary, my brothers and sisters, uh, because we must receive uh, the light of the world. Does anybody know that the light of the world really is a reflection of the love of the world? Oh God! And to love others. We gotta love him in order to love Christ. For the love for to love others we must love the light of the world. That is love Christ just as much as he says that he loves his church. Oh, yes. And let me tell you, let me tell you, his love is necessary so you can love you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's part of the problem we have today. You know, sometimes we got people who, who, who love themselves too much, and then we got others who don't think a thing of themselves. But can I tell somebody that you need to love you because the Word teaches us in Psalms 149 that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Oh, yes, you are. Can I tell you that you need to love yourself? Hallelujah. Because you need to care for yourself. Self. Nowadays, people cannot live life according to God's plan, sometimes because they don't love themselves. And certainly, if they can't love themselves, they're going to have trouble. I said real trouble, learning to love somebody else. They cannot love their neighbors as they love themselves, as the word requires. Come on and say amen, somebody. Come on, Pastor Keith. 
finish up here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm done. I'm done. And so we'll come back next time and talk about the I in the word of life. We talked about the L for love. Love is a not a very big word. Four little letters. But it covers a multitude of areas in our lives. Oh, yes, it does. And it really, really is a basic thing, basic for what we need to do to show the world who we are, who we belong to, who we are a reflection of. God is love, church. Oh, yes, he is. And it's in Jesus' name that we tell you about the love of our God. Amen. Amen. Bless God.